Okay, San Francisco, damn, I thank you for tuning in. Didi LaFrac, keep it real, won't you tell it like it is. Bohemian woman up in San Francisco, talking life plenty convo. Super honest, you already know, the dopest, coolest podcast, yo. Yeah, sharing her life, her stories, I hope you ready, sit back, relax. The sexiest woman is Bohemian Trophy Widow, Didi LaFrac, Hey. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Dee Dee. This is San Francisco Dam for Monday, October 17th. 2022. I'm coming to you Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So let's call today, this Monday, Magic Monday. It's a Magic Monday. We are having gorgeous weather here in San Fran Fentanyl. It was close to 70 degrees Fahrenheit. Typically, the fall is when the weather is good here. We have heat waves, but with global warming, we've been having more heat waves throughout the year. But it's never completely hot like for a month here in San Fran Fentanyl. Guys, I went to Costco. Costco is a big box discount store if you didn't know it. Membership only. It's one of the few stores in San Francisco that you can shop and it's normal. It's not a junkie takeover. New new listeners, catch up. This is like a, San Francisco is a junkie squat and they are the sacred cows. In India, the sacred cows are the cows and they are allowed to go anywhere and do anything because a lot of those people don't eat uh, beef, etc., So in San Francisco, nobody is a victim except the junkies and the criminals. And the junkies are allowed to go into all the stores and uh, just act completely antisocial. Not in Costco. (laughs) Not in Costco. So it's worth the $60 a year for the membership. It's gatekeeped. You have to show the membership card. Junkies don't have a membership card. They would sell it. They're not allowed to come and invade the store. They have layers of security. Saying all that to say this. I went to buy some meat. I make stews and soups and some of the other shows, the episodes, when I was doing a daily show, 900 daily shows. <laughs> that was punishing, but I wanted to accomplish that, so I ticked that box off. The ladies, the Asian ladies and I were kvetching at the meat department because the meat has gone up The prices are incredible. When they say inflation is 8%, that's a lie. That's a lie. For instance, I bought these packs of chicken thighs. It's Costco, so it comes in bulk. Maybe it was six months ago, nine months ago. What I bought today for $16 nine or six months ago was like $9. Okay, $9. So me and the old Chinese ladies, we were chewing the fat because we, we make our soups and we do our meal prep. So it was nice to have a common denominator. And I could hear throughout the meat department, people would go look at the meat. And these couples that look middle class in San Francisco, they're like, oh, my God, we can't buy this. or We can't afford that all through the store. People are like, oh, my God, look at the prices. Oh, my God, look at the prices. Now, of course, we have wealthy people here, and they don't give a fig about prices. We have super wealthy people here. Not everybody in San Francisco is super wealthy. That is uh, mythology. The main point of this show is I think that If San Fran fentanyl is going to be saved, it's the youth who will be saving it. Regardless of what you may have heard, this is a, I I consider San Francisco like a disaster area. The eastern side of the city 
it has been taken over the sidewalks by junkies. Now, it's a city with a lot of gorgeous architecture, a lot of good food. There's still culture here. It's a real pretty city with barbaric public policies where these drifter junkies from all over America are welcome to make their home on the sidewalk with tents. They're always hugging garbage can, I mean garbage bags. They're hugging garbage bags as pillows, dragging blankets. I chose not to order a lift home tonight and I was at a bus stop. What I saw just this city is very sick. And the people who made it this way are not going to be the people who are going to save it. San Francisco does need a new crop of politicians. And there are some politicians that some of you may have heard about. Celebrities are endorsing them. I learned my lesson with the last district supervisor of my district. They split the districts up. I used to be in District 6. Now I'm in District 5. Guys, I refuse to even name these freaky, stupid, idiotic, I know, politicians. I'm not going to name any of them because sometimes when you put somebody's name out there, you are amplifying and hyping them. The point being, these old freaks, old, over 30... They're not going to save San Francisco. Uh, None of them. None of them. I can't think of one in City Hall right now. Maybe one. uh, I'll name him Matt Dorsey. He is currently the district supervisor of SOMA, and that, that is now District 6. And he is a recovery advocate. I think he's okay, but the rest of the politicians, maybe another guy, maybe two or three, uh, the district supervisor, the mayor, blah, 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 None of them are going to be healing San Francisco. And if the city is going to be healed, it will be by the youth. We need a youth quake. Progressive policies won't be saving San Francisco. Somebody coming up and like, oh, I'm super liberal. No, progressive policies have ruined San Francisco. In fact, so many common sense people in San Francisco now, they do not affiliate with being called progressives. They don't even like being called liberals anymore because in this upside down bizarro land, being a progressive means you endorse barbaric public policy where junkies and a junkie I, I I like using this word because it's appropriate everybody when you think of the word junkie what do you think of some like wow somebody down and out check on the concrete check barefoot check hugging garbage bags as pillows uh, check uh, wrapped up in newspapers check out of their mind dirty. Uh, looking like something out of a lunatic asylum. Check, check, check. Now, the people who have normalized that will not be saving this city. It'll be a cycle, mm, five years. So that would be time enough for a youth now who's living in San Francisco to go through the system and start becoming a politician right now. We need fresh blood. And young people have the stamina. Young people have the stamina 
to do something with the city. I, I love seeing young people. The young people are saving the city. They're bringing their money here. The young people come here to party. They come for the street fair. This weekend, we had several street fairs. We had something like a Bear Street Fair, another Bear Street Fair, besides the Folsom Street Fair and the Castle. It was this weekend. I think it's called Bear Barrison. Barrison, like a bear is a big, fat, gay guy. Uh, Harry with a big, a shaggy beard. They they are called bears, and I love my gay guys. The gay guys are the straight dudes of San Francisco. They have all the, the knuckle, and they are brave. There was also the hate, the hate street fairs, and hate Ashbury, the hippies, summer of love, psychedelic, flower power, big street fair, upper hate, Ashbury District, and then there is another street fair called How Weird Street Festival. In fact, they, I had a party. This is sexist, womanist, bohemian excellence. It's the San Francisco Dam Zone with Dee Dee LaFrac. At my house when Richard was alive and the people who started the How Weird uh, Festival, they were talking about starting it at my house. They're like, we're going to start this festival. We're going to call it How Weird. I remember that conversation. It happened in my house. And this was over a decade ago. Now, these young people, they can handle San Francisco because older people come to San Francisco. They're like, oh, my God, look at these junkies. Look at these people. They're dying on the sidewalk. Fentanyl overdose, fentanyl disaster, fentanyl epidemic. And the younger people are like, Psh. The younger people can take the dystopia. So they are the ones if it's going to be saved, it's going to be the youth. It's not going to be the boomers. It's not going to be Generation X. It's going to be the Zennials, the Zennials, the people that are born after the year 2000. Come on, kids. We need you. Come on. Save this place right now. So, guys, I did go to Costco. I bought one of those rotisserie chickens. The food Nazis say rotisserie chickens at Costco are four ninety nine. I know. And the uh, the food Nazis, they say, don't buy those rotisserie chickens. It's a, it's a whole chicken ready to eat. And they, they, they have it on a spit like a rotisserie. Don't buy those rotisserie chickens. It's got too much saline. I'm like, honey. <laughs> I'm going to tear that bad boy up with, with, with some rice and then a side of spinach just to give you an idea of what I'm going to eat. And I was going to buy more like a big jug of lemon juice, but I could get it for the same price uh, at Amazon Fresh and get it delivered. That's It's a heavy, and I'm like, I'm going to buy it off Amazon Fresh. Guys, I know, I'm just giving you a little bit of the ins and outs and the kind of boring, mundane stuff, what I do, how I eat. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. I love you. I am Dee Dee Dam. I trust my vibe. San Francisco Dam. That's today's episode of the San Francisco Dam Podcast with sexist womanist, bohemian Dee Dee LaFrac. Remember to join us tomorrow for another episode. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors. Head over to SanFranciscoDam.com for more sponsorship information. Thank you for subscribing and listening.